It was cheap, man. It was cheap. But I mean, you're looking at, you know, you got, you know, what, a quarter for a disc? Manufacture a disc, a quarter a disc, and then you're looking at like $3 for a fucking cartridge? For a cartridge, yeah. Yeah, I think, I mean, they were expensive at the time. Well, I went ahead and I started recording us. Okay, why not? Why not? Sort, <laughs> sort of halfway in there. Okay. But, what, sorry, sorry everybody. Took me so long to get back to you. I I apologize, but I'm here with my good pal Morty again. I've been bullshitting you guys a lot, saying that I was gonna have another sit down with him. All right. We were, we were finally able to get it together. It seemed you had good reception the last time we talked. That's right, dude. Got a so, lot of uh, got a lot of listens. Got a lot of ears. I'm glad I can be a return guest. That's right, man. All right. Cool. <laughs> Probably be the the primary return returning <laughs> guest. Returning guest. But uh, yeah, they were talking about those cartridges coming back since Capcom's redoing Street Fighter 2 Turbo and Super Nintendo they're thinking like oh maybe it'll bring back but I mean China's got the market cornered on counterfeits and now you got things like what do they call it Raspberry Pis or some shit what like counterfeit that. cartridge games yeah that's, oh, a, okay. that's a big problem on eBay like you know because I collect Super Nintendo games yeah you told me games. about that so anytime I'm on eBay you have to like look at every little detail of the cartridge because these fools can get it nailed to the teeth and with expensive games, and GameStop's actually been getting busted for that, is because now they've got GameStop this, still sells those games. Well, well, they've got a retro game program. So, say you have uh, Wild Guns for Super Nintendo, and you're like, I'm going to trade it at GameStop. Well, the fools at GameStop can't test it, and they can't open it up and check if it's counterfeit. So, what's happened is a lot of people have turned in like these counterfeits. They just take them and recirculate them. Yeah, they bought them from China and sold them to GameStop. And GameStop, you can only get them from their website. So you go to GameStop.com and you're searching for games and a guy actually bought the wild guns they had for like $300. Fuck. Yeah, it was expensive. I, I don't know if it's 300 but it was a lot of money. And uh, the guy got it home and opened it up and it was fake. And it happened to another guy not too long ago and it ended up not being the game that he wanted. Like What? So the guy, it, it wasn't even the right game? It was like, I think it was like Bubble Bobble or some shit. And the guy had replaced the card with something else, with like a cheap game, with like WrestleMania. So he opens the guy opened up the cartridge and replaced the cards inside. And I was like, oh my god! Just put a new sticker on it, man. Got work that hard. Put a new sticker on it. You're good to go. Manufacture your fakes that way. But China's manufactured fakes out the ass. Cartridge, cartridge gaming ain't gonna come back, man. Like I said, unless they put it on a flash drive. And build a cartridge well, around a flash drive, that ain't gonna work. Now with all the ROMs that you can get offline, people just make cheap, like Raspberry Pis. Yeah, that's true. You could just make and your own. And they, they just make their own. Like the NES Classic, the thing is that everybody wanted an NES Classic and now Super Nintendo Classic. It's got all the games on it. Yeah, and it's cool like for people like me, because I grew up with Super Nintendo, and having that classic feel to it is awesome, and having all the games that I played as a kid and everything. Yeah. That that to me makes me want it, and you know I'm not I don't want to get on my computer and sit there and make a Raspberry Pi. It, to me, it just feels doesn't feel as I don't know authentic. Nintendo said that they were going to do the supplies better for this. Yeah, this they're going to continue the supplies into 2018, which was nice. I heard that, and they're re-releasing the NES, and they've encouraged people not to buy secondhand. If it's over eighty dollars, don't buy it. They're telling everybody not to to pay these outrageous prices because they're going to increase the supply. Which is nice. Which Thank they needed God. to do because, I mean, shit, between that and the Switch, they're, they're going to be raking in money off that because mm -hmm. people, you know, that are our age or even a little bit older, you know, have kids and they're wanting to play these games with their kids and, and everything. And some people just don't have the time to sit down at the computer yeah. and make a Raspberry Pi. Like, putting one together 
and making it and hooking it up to a TV and everything. Like, well, I only ever they can go to the store, buy, hook up, and play. I would only ever buy the Super Nintendo anyway. I ain't gonna buy the NES. I I would have bought it just because it was cool when it came out as yeah. something to play. Exactly. But like, I only ever played Mario, the like first Mario Brothers. Yeah. And uh, what is it? Russian Attack, Russian Assault. Yeah, Russian Attack. Something like that. Yeah. Russian Attack. Mm-hmm. The one we I had that game. Yeah, exactly. Remember, yeah, we had that game. Uh, I would play. I would. I played those because that was what was at my grandma and grandpa's house before I got my Super Nintendo. That that Rocky Bullwinkle game. Yeah, fuck that Rocky Bullwinkle game. That dude. game was that, stupid. It never it, fucking worked. It never worked. It was just stupid as hell. Like, it was so hard. Like why is it so hard? You just couldn't do anything. Yeah, it was. Just, it was a ridiculous game. Um, but the Super Nintendo for sure. I, I want one because it comes with two controllers. And, yeah. And you know, it's something you grow up with and you play. But yeah, yeah, the Super Nintendo, you, you can play it. You, you played it as a kid, and you just you want that kind of nostalgic feeling again, and that's what's so awesome about it. And that's why I think like it'll be a huge success if they continue doing this. They'll do the Super Nintendo this year, then they'll do the N64 the year after that. I don't know if they'll dabble in the GameCube and shit. But There'd be no point, I don't yeah, think. I mean, the GameCube to me is too new, but the Super Nintendo and N64 will definitely be a big hit. Yeah, they could stop there and, and be really successful. And with the NES, you were talking about Mario and stuff. You know, they put the Mario Lost Levels in that, so you basically have the Mario All-Stars on the NES. That'd be great. Which, that was what was so cool about the NES class. That's why I wanted to play it. And Mario Kart, Donkey Kong Country, all those great oh, games. Oh, yeah, all those games from Super Nintendo and, and the N64 and everything. I mean, it was, it's going to be awesome to see what they do with it and see how they go forward. Um, as long as they make enough of them to put them out there so that there's a, a steady supply of them. Yeah. Because yeah. it was, like, impossible to get a hold of one. Oh, it was, it was fucking impossible. It was, yeah. Because I, mean, I, I, I called everywhere, I emailed everywhere, I I tried. Target, Toys R Us, and, and Best Buy stayed sold out. What was so shitty about it was the employees of these places. Yeah, they would they would they would buy, buy them, them all up. They yep. would buy them all up. Like, I think we talked about your buddies over there at Best Buy. People, yeah, man. The employees were buying. If they weren't held for pre-order, they were just holding them and buying them. Yeah, that is. They would, awful. Like, they would they buy them. They would buy them before they clocked in, and then they would just set them aside as the, soon as they came in. And people did that at Walmart, Target, you name it. People were doing that. And yeah. here, around here, we didn't get a lot. We don't have a Nintendo store. We don't have. Yeah, see, that's the big, fucked up part. We don't have a good store like that to go to. They just don't get steady supplies like that. They I mean, do those. Nintendo would do those big Pokemon releases at Toys R Us, but they didn't even do anything crazy over here. No, never. I mean, I remember like when Mario Kart, when Mario Kart 8 came out, they made a big thing about it. That and the new Smash Brothers. Yeah. Over at Toys R Us, and that was it. Oh, That's man. like the only thing that we have. Speaking of retro video games, I think it was this weekend, this past weekend, or this weekend, coming up, Cosmic Charlie's is doing like a retro game, like blowout over there. You know, Wheeler Walker Jr. just performed at Cosmic Charlie's like this weekend, this Jesus past weekend. Christ. Yeah, they're having like a, that's pretty cool by the way, but they're having a, uh, like a competition. Uh, there's like a Super Smash competition, like the original Super Smash Brothers yeah. competition. They're having a Halo 2 tournament. Damn! Like, original Gears of War tournament, like, and then Street Fighter 2 Turbo tournament. You better, you better go like, get Super, in on that Halo tournament, oh, man. Oh, man. I was thinking about it, dude. Plasma like, pistols? I, oh, man. I was thinking about it. Like, seriously, because... Mark hit me up and was like, hey, man, you want to go over there? You want to hit this you know, Halo 2 tournament up? They're doing doubles. If you want to sign up? And I was like, man, if I get in there, great, dude. 
Like, what do I get? Do it's I get good. a free beer for life or what? <laughs> it's, good, it's gonna be sodomy, dude. They better slide me some nachos for yeah, free. Give me something. I, I haven't been to Cosmic Charlie's in forever, but fuck no. They, I hate going over there. I really do. <laughs> like that's why I, I don't want to go. Because every time I go over there, it's just like hippie central. That's like, what I was gonna say, you know, it's dude. It's cool to a degree, but then you got these kids in there just smell like ass no, i was gonna say these oh. stupid hipster kids yeah that smell yeah smell like shit and patchouli yeah <laughs> <laughs> and you got the older hippies that are in there and they're just weird yeah oh man oh dude it's, it's foul like, yeah it's the worst man foul I, I pick people up there drop people off there and they're always like come in get a beer and i'm like no <laughs> no that I'm seems not. like the place indica that's like first on his list where he wants to go no <laughs> By the way, we really do have a friend that his name is Indica. His name is legitimately Indica. His dad has dad. told me multiple times, oh, it means strong in Hindu, and I'm like, No, nah, man, that means marijuana. weed. No, that, that means good weed. I'm like, do not, <laughs> do not fool me. Indica sir. means good weed to me. Do not try to fool me, because that is bullshit. Plus, knowing Ryan, that adds up perfect with how Indica got his name. Well, yeah, I mean, look at his mom and his dad. I'm Ryan. taking it easy tonight, man. Double fist and beers. Mugs oh, of beer man. too, man. Mugs he, of that green Bud Light, dude. dude. He ain't got St. Patrick's Day Bud Light, buddy. <laughs> he he ain't have no fucking drafts in a tall <laughs> glass. Dude. He wasn't sipping on a long neck, dude. Taking it easy tonight. Double fisted mugs of beer. Yeah, you ain't got a lie to me, Ryan. Yeah. Him and that bitch Sherry Fraser. Yep, yeah, I haven't talked to her in forever, dude. Hey, good for you, Morgan. You're probably not missing much. Sherry, I don't know where she's at. Didn't she live in for sales? No, she lived. She lived all over. She lived in Lexington. They lived down off of Broadway, mm. and then she moved to Richmond, keeping everything he owned in the back of his pickup. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, my truck's in. It's in Richmond under yeah. a tarp, so it, so my shit doesn't get rained on this time. Yeah, that was dumb. Like that was, that man just what an airhead. Like what an airhead. Do anything for you, but he's a fucking idiot. God. But no, I remember Sherry. She messaged me on Facebook. I will never forget that to this day. Asking me to see my Liberty Bell. What? The head of my painting. Dude, yeah, that's right. Let that's me see right. That Liberty Bell. That's what she hit me with. Sherry Asking Frazier. for dick pics. Yeah. Like, you know what? I'm <laughs> Sherry, okay. I'm going to pass on this yeah, one. Yeah, Sherry, I'm good. Man. I'm going to pass. That chick, um, that uh, old lady, Lita. Lita. She hit me up last week. Lita. When I worked, remember I worked at when I was work when I was working at Best Buy. She came in gave you with her number. two daughters to get phones. And then she gave me her phone number and was like texting me and stuff. Right, right, She's like right. in her forties trying to fuck. You gave me that phone number. Yeah, she she she, she hit me up on Facebook. She changed her last name, and her last name was White, and it's like Will Will Height, Will White, something like that. Is she on your Facebook? Yeah, she hit me up on... Well, no, I'm not friends with her. She just messaged me on there. Oh, okay. I was like, who the fuck's this? And she explained to who she was, and I was like, oh, well, I'm just going to ignore this conversation. Yeah. L-I-T-A? L-E-T-A. Okay. Well, there it is. Will, Will Height. That's it, dude. Her right there? That's her, man. Bingo, bango. Dang. Dang. Her yeah. daughters are pretty cute. They're 18 now. They're legal. <laughs> See, when I knew them, they were 16, and it was like, hey, you guys need to back up. Because yeah. <laughs> no. even if they are 18, that means I'm still six years older than them. Yeah, exactly. It's a little weird. Uh, I remember, yeah, you, you slipped me that message, their, her phone number, and I remember texting her. And, like, she was so off and on. She was like, well, let me see what you look like. Oh, I'm married. 
Let me see what you look like. Oh, I'm married. Yeah. Oh, you're cute. Oh, I'm married. I can't do this. I was like, make up your mind. If she was married, that's the first time I ever heard of it. Yeah. So. It's like she was telling me all this shit. I was just laughing. I just wanted to see how far I could take it. I didn't really care. I wasn't pursuing anything anyway. Yeah, she's pretty foul. Speaking of that, dude, I got this fucking... I don't know. I, I feel like I fucked up by downloading it. But meet Me? You ever had that app? Meet Me? Yeah, it's like... I swear no, I, feel like so, I feel like since that's been around, I've probably been married. It used to be, so. my, it used to be my yearbook a long time ago. My yearbook. It was like a knockoff MySpace back in the day. No. And uh, meet me sounds like a sounds like a like the uh, men for women thing. No, from it's like Craigslist. A, yeah, well, it might as well be. Personal it kind of feels like back pages every time I'm on. Oh there. man. But no, I, 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 I need to uninstall it and just delete it. I know. Because I don't really use it. That know often. a couple. Of, knew I've worked with a couple of guys that have fucked with Backpage, and it was. That's a terrible idea. It's pretty that gross. That's a fucking awful idea. But oh yeah. On Meet Me, I got this. Chicks. I got this old lady hit me up. She's like, it's like, old as a couple looking for male. I think is their name. For what? Couple looking for male. They're from oh. here in town, and they keep messaging me. They're old. Yeah, they're like fifty. Oh man. They keep messaging me. Hey, if there's a good and chunk she, of change involved, like she, I was telling you last week, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm open to ideas. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I don't <laughs> think there's there no payment involved. There's no compensation. Yeah, they keep asking for dick pics and stuff, and I'm like, "Who are you? And why are you messaging me?" Dude, just like, go get I'm, some black guy's dick off the internet, yeah, man. And just send it to him. Send him the soul pole. Remember? Remember when we did that to that chick Denise, dude? That yeah. I was in ROTC with, oh, yeah. and then she hits me back with, "You've been tanning." Yeah. Like that's really my dick. Like she was that stupid to believe we got the blackest dick on the internet and sent man, it to her, though, and she thought that I was tanning. Oh man, looks dark. Have you been in the tanning bed? Uh, no, bitch. I've done that a couple times too. <laughs> so, man. Man. Like, like, I, I don't even care what color it is, just the biggest dick I can find. Some old hog leg. <laughs> yeah. Just something you could probably play golf with. Some, you know, old, so some old Ron Jeremy snake in the pants dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> fire hose ass. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's some shit. Yeah, meet me though. I <laughs> fucking stay away, dude. Like, back Ooh. It, it, it is. It's a getting on the couple or the thing on Craigslist looking for people. Those are hilarious. They're hilarious. You can find some funny dude, ones. Dude, I remember there. me and Just, you went on there one time fucking around and I accidentally clicked on a BBC ad. Oh, no. BBC. <laughs> looking for that BBC. I was like, ooh, ain't no. Ain't television. Not, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, BBC and I ain't talking television. BBC and I ain't talking television, man. Jeremy Clarkson ain't gonna be on that one. God. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> some of those ads are fucking terrible. Yeah, you can just read some of those ads, and it's like this reeks of desperation. And it's always fat chicks. Well, me and you are... It's always fat chicks on there. Like, you, you never see, like, a skinny chicken. Looking for a good Christian man. Yeah, you there, never see that. Some shit like yeah. that. Yeah, but it's like a fat chick. You know, fat chicks are cool to a degree. But, you know, there's a reason you're single. I, I stand by that. Like, Paul Joseph Watson and all those people talking about that shit. What are you talking Gavin about? Gavin McInnes. Oh, dudes just aren't attracted to fat chicks. I think that like, it's... It, um, it show, like, subconsciously we realize that you're unhealthy. And it goes both ways. It really does for fat dudes, too. Yeah, fat guys are... Fat, a lot of... Well, I guess it can also go both ways. I think it's more prevalent with men. Yeah. Fat guys are so gross. Yeah, fat super guys, gross. Fat guys are gross, and super fat women gross. are gross too. Oof. And like, 
people aren't gonna want a, a fat dude. Like I'm sorry, like chicks aren't just they're not gonna want a fat dude. Who was it that was talking about it, saying that people are attracted to other attractive people? Like that's just what they want to deal with. And somebody was bullshitting, saying that that's not true, that that's not that's not the way that it is. And it's like if that's not true, then how come you never see an ugly chick doing the news? That's true. You don't see that. And that's true. It doesn't matter what channel it's on. It doesn't matter how liberal or how conservative it is. Yeah. With, like, the exception of maybe Ann Coulter. Because, like, I guess you could be attracted to Ann Coulter, but, like, I don't happen to think that she's that attractive. Not really, but, I mean, still, she, was, she's, she ain't bad looking. Ten, ten years ago, she was all right. And, yeah, yeah, I guess she ain't bad looking now, but still. Like, Megan Kelly's pretty hot, dude. She ain't bad. Megan Kelly ain't bad, dude. She ain't bad at all. But I, I get what you're saying, and that's the same thing with, like... Pretty people are on the news, man. Pretty people are on the news, and we're just hardwired to like pretty people. That's right. It doesn't matter. Like, that's a fact. I do believe men that. Men and women both. I mean, we're hardwired to, you know, appreciate pretty people more. You gotta know your level. You gotta know your role. And that's what I'm saying. People with some perfectly symmetrical faces and shit like that's right, that. right, dude. People Den like Denzel that. Washington, man. Yeah, exactly. You gotta, got a pretty much a perfectly symmetrical face. Except, you know who doesn't, though? Tom Cruise. Who? Tom, Tom Cruise? Dude, Tom Cruise, With one of his one teeth? Tooth, yeah, one tooth lines one up tooth right nose. in the fucking middle. What the fuck? Hey, but he's a Scientologist, you know. He's probably got strings pulled every other direction. Oh, man, yeah, that's, that's true. true. He is, that's that's like a, that's a straight up cold. But, uh... How smart is L, fucking L. Ron Hubbard, though, that he, he realized in order to get enough, to get a ton of money, I just need to start a religion, that way I can be tax-free. Yeah. I mean that's that's a total genius move. Tax exempt. And now he's tricked millions of people into believing that it's a real religion, it's a real thing. That's sad. Which Joe Rogan was talking about how how uh, early on in the beginning of it, it's actually not that bad. It's not bad for you or anything because it's all about self betterment. But the more that you get into it, the crazier that it gets. Yeah, you know it's it's funny because he talked about how he did like the opening tests and everything and all that shit for Scientology and then he kind of stepped back from it and realized like man this might be a cult and turns out it's a huge cult Dude, it's 100% a cult it is 100% a cult dude they lock you up and they lock you up in rooms in Florida and interrogate you for days on end that's terrible yeah listen to what's her face Leah Romini yeah Leah Romini dude yeah listen to dude. what she had to say about it Carrie from King of Queens man yeah that's terrible she has some and then uh, what's his David Miscavige's dad yeah oh my god that yeah. how that him was just out of this world he had some horror stories man got dudes chasing him down across state lines man trying to get him yeah he, he just, trying to drag him back yeah because they were like holding him captive like in California right and then yeah, he escaped yeah and like their own neighborhood and shit. It was yeah. like their own, they have like their own subdivisions and neighborhoods and shit and he was living there. And then he fucking left and they have like guard shacks and shit out there. He said he slipped by the guard shacks and drove on and just kept driving. Went to his wife's family's house in like Minnesota or some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. And they still found him. Man, speaking to their own neighborhoods, did you hear about the thing Ari Shafir was talking about this one time? That they, uh, a thing that uh, Jewish communities will do or Jewish people will do they'll go start a new synagogue somewhere and what they'll do is they'll buy the real estate around where they're gonna build the synagogue really? and they'll invite Jewish families to come and move in around the synagogue and turn the area into a Jewish community I had no idea those can yeah, bastards yeah, I guess so I'm not a Jewish blaming guy <laughs>
Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was pretty crazy, but it makes a lot of sense. They want to build their own community around their own church and stuff. Yeah. That's a pretty clever way to do it. Yeah, and I guess technically that's illegal. So I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, they can't really buy property, and then they just rent it out. So they they do like rent to own for other Jewish families. It's like the only religion that you consider them a race of people. It's like you can be white, but if you're a Jew, you're like different from a normal white guy. Well, that's what I don't understand because there, there's like black Jews, there's Asian Jews. I mean, the Jews of every color are creed. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Come from every different kind of background, you can be Jew, but like I don't know. But like I was saying, like I was on Facebook and I scrolled through and I saw this Alex Jones video and there's a guy who called in and it was just like just bitching about Jews, just going on, just blaming Jews for everything. Jews dominate the world. Jews are going to run the world. You know, we're helping the Jews. And all this shit and it's like. What the heck, man? I feel like Jews don't have like 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 anybody. They have multi multi views. Like, well, aside from they, like they have different views on things. Aside from like the Rothschilds, I think that it's just like just another group of people. Yeah, but exactly. But they were like, you know, all oh, the Rothschilds are Jews. All this, that, and the other. I'm like, man, you just take that shit on somewhere, man. Cause, <laughs> like, you know, Jews have. I mean, there's patriotic Jews. There's conservative Jews. There's liberal Jews. I mean. Like anyone, they have their own viewpoints. You know, I did see a thing. What was it? The they changed the um, the whole reason that they have all these requirements to get into universities and colleges and stuff oh, yeah? because it was it was designed because uh, Jews were taking over the higher education system in the early 1900s. Really. Yeah, like, but I, I, I was reading a, I was reading something. I can't even remember who it was by. Maybe it was by, um, oh shit, some one of the guys that uh, Joe Rogan had on his podcast within the past week or so was was talking about it. Really? But the because when it was based on just like you know your your grades or your GPA and stuff like that, then it was. You know, all these uh, all these Jewish people were were getting in, and uh, it was mostly Jewish people that were in the higher education system. So in the early 1900s, they a lot of universities changed the admission requirements to you have to have like you know, or they they would recommend that you have all these extracurricular activities, and that you it looks good on your resume if you you know played sports when you were in high school. And you were on a bunch of different teams, and you did charity work, and you know shit like that. Wow, I, I had no idea. So what? What do they just assume that Jews don't do that kind of stuff? No, nah, they. Well, <laughs> I guess it was just because that was all that Jews were doing. So it would it would it would force them to do shit that everybody else was doing. Mm. So it would broaden the field. Okay, it so would, it, would, it would more applicants would look nice. Yeah, I guess so. Look nicer. For the and, okay, okay. and then there's like an actual there's like a there's like a direct line a direct like a actual quantifiable quantifiable number that you can get of uh there's like most of the nobel peace prize winners over the past like however many years are all european jews huh. it's like a, like a vast majority are you european jews and it's like, what is it about European Jewish people that makes them better at winning the Nobel Prize? I, I have no idea, but going back to the whole scholastic system there, thinking about colleges and stuff, I mean, what do they do, you do about Asians? 
I mean, yeah, now yeah. now that's the whole meme now. It's like Asians are the smart ones, and they're the ones that are good at everything. Well, I read this thing the other day that this uh, admissions um, admissions counselor at, uh, I think it was like um, UC Santa Barbara or something like that, was talking about um, how if you put it like on a point scale, yeah, um, Asian kids are actually less likely to get accepted into colleges than other minorities because Asians are like token smart kids. Yeah. So like if you did like on a point scale, like Asians get like minus fifty points on their application just for being Asian. Well, that's kind of fucked up, but I mean <laughs> it's like they're wanting to be diverse, but they're just like. Mm. You know, you're Asian, so that's like not you, diverse enough. I feel like if you Give probably... Give us a poor black girl, you know? Something. She'll, she'll get in. Yeah, no like it, Indian kids. Even even white kids don't get as much of a deficit as Asian kids do, just because Asian kids are so smart. Yeah, that's crazy to me to think about. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that was pretty crazy, but it makes a lot of sense. They want to build their own community around their own church and stuff. Yeah. That's a pretty clever way to do it. Yeah, and I guess technically that's illegal. So I mean, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah, they can't really buying property, and then they just rent it out. So they they do like rent to own for other Jewish families. It's like the only religion that you consider them a race of people. It's like you can be white, but if you're a Jew, you're like different from a normal white guy. Well, that's what I don't understand because there, there's like black Jews, there's Asian Jews. I mean, the Jews of every color are creed. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Come from every different kind of background, you can be a Jew, but like I don't know. But like I was saying, like I was on Facebook and I was scrolling through and I saw this Alex Jones video and there's a guy who called in and it was just like just bitching about Jews, just going on, just blaming Jews for everything. Jews dominate the world, Jews are gonna run the world, you know, we're helping the Jews and all this shit and it's like What the heck, man? I feel like Jews don't have like 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 anybody, they have multi multi views, like well, aside from they like they have different views on things. Aside from like the Rothschilds, I think that it's just like just another group of people. Yeah, but exactly. But they were like, you know, all oh, the Rothschilds are Jews, all this, that, and the other. I'm like, man, you just take that shit on somewhere, man. Cause like, <laughs> you know, Jews have. I mean, there's patriotic Jews, there's conservative Jews, there's liberal Jews. I mean, like anyone, they have their own viewpoints. You know, I did see a thing. What was it? The they changed the um, the whole reason that they have all these requirements to get into universities and colleges and stuff oh, yeah? because it was it was designed because uh, Jews were taking over the higher education system in the early 1900s. Really? Yeah. Like, but I I, don't, I was reading a I was reading something I can't even remember who it was by. Maybe it was by um, oh shit some. One of the guys that uh, Joe Rogan had on his podcast within the past week or so was was talking about it. Really? But that because when it was based on just like you know your your grades or your GPA and stuff like that, then it was you know all these uh, all these Jewish people were were getting in, and uh, it was mostly Jewish people that were in the higher education system. So in the early 1900s, they a lot of universities changed the admission requirements. To, you have to have, like, you know, or they, they would recommend that you have all these extracurricular activities and that you, it looks good on your resume if you, you know, played sports when you were in high school and you were on a bunch of different teams and you did charity work and, you know, shit like that. 
Wow, I, I had no idea. It's, so what? What do they just assume that Jews don't do that kind of stuff? No, nah, they. Well, <laughs> I guess it was just because that was all that Jews were doing. So it would it would it would force them to do shit that everybody else was doing. Mm. So it would broaden the field. Okay, it so would, it, would, it would more applicants would look nice. Yeah, I guess so. Look nicer for the school. Okay, and, okay. And then there's like an actual there's like a there's like a direct line a direct like a actual quantifiable quantifiable number that you can get of uh, there's like most of the Nobel Peace Prize winners over the past like however many years are all European Jews. It's huh. like a, like a vast majority are you European Jews and it's like what is it about European Jewish people that makes them better at winning the Nobel Prize I have no idea but going back to the whole scholastic system there thinking about colleges and stuff I mean what do they do you do about Asians I mean yeah, now yeah. now that's the whole meme now it's like Asians are the smart ones and they're the ones that are good at everything well I read this thing the other day that this uh, admissions um, admissions counselor at uh, I think it was like um, UC Santa Barbara or something like that was talking about um, how if you put it like on a point scale yeah um, Asian kids are actually less likely to get accepted into colleges than other minorities because Asians are like token smart kids yeah. so like if you did like on a point scale like Asians get like minus 50 points on their application just for being Asian well that's kind of fucked up but <laughs> I mean, it's like they're wanting to be diverse, but they're just like, mm, you know, you're Asian, so let's well, like not if you, diverse enough. I feel like if you give probably, us a poor black girl, you know, something. she'll she'll get in. Yeah, like it, Indian kids, even even white kids don't get as much of a deficit as Asian kids do, just because Asian kids are so smart. Yeah, that's crazy to me to think about. But I feel like if you did a uh, a metric yeah. of all the ethnicities. I would say specifically in California, though. Yeah, in, like, California colleges, it's going to be dominated by Asian kids. Uh-oh. Getting a phone call. You going to take the call, man? You're going to ignore him. It's an Alabama number calling me. Uh, Arab Alabama, actually. No way. Is that what Arab it says? Arab Alabama. Wow, it, it really says. does say that. Arab Alabama. I'm not uh, going to answer that at all. So. <laughs> not a phone guy. All right, let's take a look at this. What kind of cupcake is this? That is a uh, caramel, caramel apple. Caramel apple hostess cupcake. Give it a fucking, you stick your teeth into that, huh? Are they pretty good, man? Are you I don't setting... like it. It fucked me up because I didn't expect them to be that good. I was going to say, you're not setting like me up for failure. I like caramel apples, though. So if you don't like caramel apples, you may not. I'm a fan of caramel apples. Yeah, it's got a little hint of cinnamon in there, you know? I just want to make sure you're not setting me up for failure. Dude, I'm going to eat this and it tastes like dog shit. Well, I mean, it, you know, everybody's <laughs> different, dude, but if you don't want it, I'm going to eat it, so... That's <laughs> pretty good. I told you, yeah, it's not bad at all. It really fucked me up. My limited time release there by the old hostess company. Maybe it's just all fall they're doing it. Yeah, probably. At least it's not pumpkin spice. Gross. Yeah, Jesus Christ, I'm done with that shit. <laughs> I'm done with that. I was done with that shit last fall. You're ruining my favorite time of the year. <laughs> all this pumpkin spice shit. No, man. You, what was that? I saw some other, some nasty shit. Was like some pumpkin spice hot dogs or some shit. That's disgusting. I was like, who, who invented that? Man, the only thing good about fall is fucking sports, dude. That's it. All the American sports are coming into full swing. I like it. I mean, I, I don't mind the, the temperature. Nah, so dude. Cooler. Fuck the weather, dude. Summer I, for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's a fact.
I mean, I don't, I don't mind it being a little cool. You know, I like Halloween. I was born on a Friday the 13th, so it's almost like I have to like Halloween. That's true. My entire life, I heard nothing but fucking Jason jokes. So, Was he born on Friday the 13th? No, in the movies, Friday the 13th. Mm, that's right, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. I was thinking of the Halloween movies. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. That's like, Michael Myers. I was like, so Michael I, Myers, born on Friday the 13th? What? Yeah, no, I, I like I like the Jason movies and shit, and, you know, it has my birthday, whatever. I always have, have to get into them and shit. And I like ghosts and shit like that, so creepy shit's always fun for me, but I get you with the whole summer thing. You know, it reminds me when we watched that Tosh.0, oh, and he's like, you know, I live in a place that skips all the bad places, all the yeah. all the bad seasons. I like seasons too much. I, I couldn't live in California. I like seasons too much. Yeah. <laughs> me too. That's why I live somewhere that skips all the shitty ones. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I agree with that, man. Where we live in Kentucky, man, one, after... I'll give you October. Yeah. After October, we're pretty much just walking around in a shitstorm until about April. Yeah, it's always cold and rainy. April, it starts turning around. Snowy. No, no, it's not snowy, Morgan. That's the fucking problem. Well, the past couple of years, it's been dumping snow on us, dude. <laughs> oh, man. The past couple of years, I can... Three fucking years. Dude. I have a picture on February, my phone. February, January, February, we, we will get a touch of snow. And I, occasionally it'll dump something heavy uh, on us over a weekend. Dude. That time that Kenny, when Kenny came up here, for when he, let, he got off break. 18 inches of snow, Morgan. Oh, my God. I have it on my phone. I took a fucking yardstick out there in the snow and measured that shit, dude. It's the first time it's in like a few years four, my dick wouldn't touch the bottom. 14 inches of snow, man. Fuck God. Me. I got tired of shoveling the shit. <laughs> dude, no, 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 no. What was it? What did we have to do that day? It was when we were moving that couch, man. <laughs> oh, oh, Remember no. when we had to go get that couch from my dad's? Oh, it snowed no. four fucking feet outside <laughs> and buried your fucking truck. <laughs> we spent we spent fucking oh, hours digging the the Danger Ranger oh, man. out of the snow and ice because it had literally frozen to the pavement. Frozen only for the fucking battery to be fucking dead fried. frozen. The motherfucker was fried. It was so dead. <laughs> it had, it it had no cold cranking amps, no. dude. <laughs> cold cranking amps. <laughs> they were gone. Oh, man. They were gone. That was so shitty. Shit. I mean, last winter, I drove the money out a few times. Did you get sideways? Of course. But, I mean, i tell you what, dude. <laughs> of course. Yeah, there's some snow piled up. It blew right through that snow. Okay. Oh, man. Yeah, that car, I bet it is like a fucking snow plow It is a there. snow plow, man. If there's a big bunch of snow, it'll blow right through it. Oh, heavy steel body, oh, dude. heavy steel body Monte Carlo. It'll blow right through it. Carries right through. Chevy 350. <laughs> yeah, it'll go through it, man, and it's nice. That's a, It's nice to have that torque. Because the Ranger, you know, I can only put it in first gear, but it would get bogged down. You'd be I mean, spinning the tires, not going anywhere. That Ranger was dick. Dude. Ass in so light. It was so light, yeah. <laughs> I remember I had the center blocks in the back for the longest time. I remember we dumped that shit over by fucking Rusty's house. That's we, right. We pulled over and threw that bitch off the back, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. I kicked it right into that field. Yeah. We drove off.
Just kept sliding around banging up my bed. <laughs> Out at Rusty's house, dude. <laughs> Fucking Rusty. Man, I, do you remember by the time that we left there, he was so fucked up he could barely stand? Yeah. No, that's... Because I remember him, he had that one hitter that he was trying to smoke weed out of, and he was fucking stumbling around like an idiot trying to smoke that thing, pointed straight up in the air, dude, like a fucking turkey looking at the rain. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was on that shit. I remember we had them fireworks, dude. He lost his shit when we had them fireworks. Oh, shit. I remember we said, I was like, man, we got some shit in the truck, we'll be right back. He said, you got some weed? <laughs> dude, you guys got some bud? Yeah, you got some bud, man. No, man, it's fireworks. Oh, hell yeah, bring them on over. <laughs> Bunch of fucking rednecks, man. That was a great time. That's a good party, man. They always know how to throw a good party. Good food, too. Good dip. Man, they had those guys. <laughs> good dip. Good cheese dip, man. <laughs> they had those motherfuckers that were floating up on the river coming to the party. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They weren't boating up. They weren't even grafting up. They were floating <laughs> down floating. on inner tubes. Floating to the party, And dude. getting off at the dock, man. Beer that's some, in hand. some redneck shit right there. Yeah, yeah, Rusty. Yeah, man. That was a great birthday Tell party, you though. What, man. Between between Rusty and that guy that your your parents knew that when we would have got all those clothes and shit, they had all them cool ass old nineties NASCAR posters. Oh the, Teresa? Yeah. Over there by my grandparents' yeah, house? Yeah, dude, dude. Shit. Between her and I her, still got a trunk full of clothes from her ass. Between man. fucking her husband and Rusty, dude. That's the shit I grew up with old NASCAR, dude. Hell yeah. Well it's a NASCAR Dale's Dale Senior, man. R. I. P. R.I.P. R.I.P. Do it for Dale. <laughs> yeah, do it for Dale. Raise hell, praise Dale. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but man, if you could fucking squirrel in that poster, dude, you should just took it that day. I bet you, ain't nobody gonna claim that poster. Go in there one day, just peel it off the wall, yeah, roll man. it up real tight, stuff it in my drawers, <laughs> sneak out with it. Man, she ain't gonna do nothing with that. No, she doesn't need it. I don't know what you're gonna do with all them car parts over there too, man. You gonna, you gonna use them, man? Well, I mean, she. She's <laughs> well, I mean, eyes she, got all big. <laughs> shit, man. He some big block parts over there, man. I'd find, a, I'd find a use for him. I'd find me a long block and build me up a big block, dude. <laughs> I'd, in 396, I could build one. Hell yeah, man. You'd be yeah. roaring her all around town, dude. Shit, I got a 74 cutlass out there. I could drop it <laughs> I could drop it down in there. Has your dad made a decision about what he's going to do with that car? Well,. Uh, have they even been spitballing about it? Well, after everything, he's like, man, I want to sign a car with you and you can have it. That's what he told me. He's like, I'm going to What are you going to do with it, man? Well, I can take the motor from the body and put it in there and pull the Oldsmobile motor out and... Drop it in the mine? No, freshen up the uh, Oldsmobile motor up and put it on a stand, put a bag around it. And he wants to get something else and put it in there. He's been... You know, fucking vacillating on what he wants to do. <laughs> vacillating. Yeah, he's been vacillating on it, man. He, he doesn't know what he wants. He's like, man, I don't want rat rod. Like, man, I don't want... Man, your dad's been talking shit about getting another, a rat rod since I've known cutlass. you. I want another cutlass, man. I want another cutlass. And I try to find him a cutlass. I, I found him several cutlass. Like does he want an old one like that? Like other 78? Or does he, he want wants, a newer one? Well, he wants... Late like, 80s well, body? Well, a 74. He doesn't want something that big. So okay. I told him, I was like, go for a G-body. I was like, get you a 442 or something like that. Dude, I'll tell you what, man. Go balls deep. Get your Hearst Olds. Yeah. Well, if you could find one, those fools go fucking bananas on the classic G-body garage. 20 grand for one I saw this morning, dude. Factory original paint, man. Got, was kept in a garage for fucking 30 years. They go fucking bananas, though, over those Oldsmobile 350s. Because they have a lot of torque. There's a lot of 
low torque on them, and they make good street motors. Like you can burn the tires off. Oh, yeah, dude. And doing that's what he's doing got. Some neighborhood at, digs. That's what he's got in that '74 out there. Is a you know, it's a mid '70s, you know, engine, and it'll just tear up, burn the road. Oh, road racer. Yeah, it'll burn up the road. Oh, I don't know, man. That's a pretty. I guess it needs some work. It needs to get put back together so it'll run. Obviously, unless you're just going to yank the motor out of it and put, yeah, do like, something else with it. Like I said, I could because the four pans are pretty much shot in the money, and I've been vastly because I love the money car. It's a love hate relationship with that car. Yeah, you, but you I see, I see that G bodies are going up in prices and everything, so it makes me want to keep it because I love that car. It's a good car, it dude. Need, it needs interior. It needs a headliner. It needs that fucking power window fixed on the passenger side. It's it true. The door hinges fixed. I mean, is it got AC? It was a fully loaded car. That car, like from the factory, hmm. that car had every option. So it just needs to be fixed. You get on a base model Monte Carlo. It had a V8, had power windows, power steering, power seats. What's wrong AC, with the? Well, you I saw you. Well, you the, ripped the thing straight out. What for the the switch for the window? Oh yeah, yeah. That's fucking. Because I mean, it, it didn't work. So it needs a new switch. The thing is, when I bought the car, the guy had rolled the windows down. And left, and, and the window wouldn't roll back up. Oh my god! So I had to go over to Tyler's house, and he got that little battery pack, like a jump pack. Yeah. And we had to take the hot wired it together and hot wired <laughs> the motor to the fucking so you could roll the window pack up and roll the window up. Yeah, it was stupid, man. Mm. I was, and it's never been down since, and I've not fucked with it since because I don't want to risk it. Yeah, my, you want my driver's side window works, and I'm usually the only one in the car, so <laughs> just use that. Yeah, I don't really care. And AC, the heat. It's just it just blows air. It uses the fan and blows air from the engine compartment into the car. No but heater it, core. Yeah, it's got a heater core and everything, but oh, it's okay, like okay. it's all not hooked up. That shit needs to go. That whole box over there on the other side of the firewall, it just needs to go. <laughs> just rip it out, get rid of it, put a plate there. Do what fucking James's dad used to do. Whenever they take the AC box and all that shit out, they just be like some diamond plate or a steel plate and rivet the shit in or bolt it in because there's holes yeah. all through there. That's what I need to do. And it would free up so much room. That way I could get to the back side of my motor and fix some damn headers. Because <laughs> it's like, it's impossible. It's got all that room. And then you got this massive AC box and shit over in the corner and you can't get to the bolts of the headers. You got to get some dicked up wrenches and swivels. Yeah, it's fucked up. But uh, yeah, but that, back to it. That, I mean, that was my plan: was either take the Chevy 350 and put it into the Oldsmobile and drive the Oldsmobile. Yeah. Granted, the Oldsmobile floors are not much better than the ones that are in that car, but at least it doesn't have a T-top, and it's not fucking. It doesn't leak really. I mean, you drove in at that well, time, and it only dripped from that one spot. Yeah, I was gonna say it doesn't leak that bad. No, it really which I wonder why. I wonder why it leaks at all right there. I guess with the rubber on the outside just gone bad around the windshield. Well, see what happened is like where they didn't take care of it. The guy that owned it before me let it sit underneath the tree. Oh God! Damn. And he never took care of it. And it, granted, I'd asked him, "Did you ever take the t-tops out?" He never took the t-tops out. I was like, well, that's good. And what they did, the hole started to rust in this T-bar. There's a bar that goes up, and then you bolt it down, or screw it down, really, into the frame of the T-tops. And those T-bars started to rust in the corners. So what's happened is it's rusted, and now it goes down inside the cab. Oh, jeez. Because it's like a pocket where the T-bar goes. Oh, you just patch that up, dude. Well, what they did was they took, like, gasket maker and, like, sealant and shit, like... <laughs> Like just tried ceiling. to gum it up. Yeah, they just gummed the hole up. And when I was fixing the rubber in the T-top, 
I had to scrape all that shit out. Me and Tyler sat out there for hours with that heat gun, heating up all the old rubber and all that sealant shit, where they caked it in there and scraped it out. It was awful. That's I mean, and those holes, those holes are fucking huge too. I mean, they're like half dollar size holes, you just mainly weld, on the passenger you side. You just weld them shut, grind it down. Well, I told him that. I was, I was like, could you do that? And he's like, no, man. And you can just buy a T-bar, but them damn T-bars are 250 bucks. Fuck, are you serious? Yeah, man, I've looked them up. When I had all that money, I, you know, when I replaced the front end, yeah. I was like, what do I really want here? Do I replace that T-bar for 250 bucks, or do I want to fix the front end so my fucking wheel doesn't fall off again? So I fixed the front end. Yeah, fixing the front end is probably a better choice. Yeah. I, I it don't rain that much. I replaced the entire front end, so. Except the Pitman arm. To be honest with you, man, if you were if if you were going to sell it, I'd buy it from you, but I wouldn't do anything to it except fix it. Yeah. Fix I mean, all the bullshit. It's, it's, it's a bunch of little shit. The thing is, it runs great. It'll, yeah, it does run great. It runs great. It'll fucking burn the road up. Burn road up. Yeah, it just. <laughs> well, but yeah, it's a it, it is is a good car. I'll say. Yeah, I mean it. it the thing a couple is, of minor a couple of minor fixes for the interior aesthetics and shit like that, dude, and it could be mint again. Hey, hey, hey! Get off them records. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get off them albums. But yeah, it's <laughs> it's completely it's fine. Like it has rust. In the places that the cars normally don't have, like the fenders and quarters, they're all solid as a rock. Yeah, it's good stuff. Everywhere is solid. The bottom of the doors, it's solid. But it's like the T-bar up there yeah. is rusted. 250 bucks, that's, that's mind-blowing. That's really it, though. Really, that I can think of, there's no holes in the car anywhere else besides that, the T-bar. Yeah. That's the only bad rust on the car. And it's a T-top car, and that's what happens when you have a T-top car. Yeah, they just they leak. It rusts. And even yeah. where it got hit by that old man, it's still, it's not rusted. All it is is a small dent. And I've been thinking, like, if you could just bang that dent out. Probably, man. Because, I mean, the front... Is it an offender? Yes. Yeah, it's, it's right there where the fascia is. Oh, right man. where the fascia is. You get in there with a rubber mallet, dude. Just and, beat that right out. And bang that fucking, that one dent out, and then pull the fascia back out and fix it because it's fiberglass and it's not broken it's not cracked or broken it's Damn. just pushed in you got lucky as hell on that I mean, usually that shit just breaks right off well, I mean, it, yeah especially for being how old it is but I mean for the most part it means it needs a paint job that was the biggest thing D dude Damien again being a, as lucky as he is um, one of the his first cars that they were looking at for him because you because I don't know I don't know if you remember his first car but his very first car wasn't his Eclipse it was it was a, a black Volkswagen Beetle what yeah dude he had a black Volkswagen Beetle that was literally given to him and that was the only reason that it was that was his first car the car that him and his dad were looking at buying for him was way out Russell Cave Road there was a guy selling a Boss 302 damn like that, a newer, a newer boss. No, well, it was like it was probably nineties model at the. Oh, it was it was nineties oh, model. Trend yeah, yeah, but just like that, they were looking at one of they were looking at one of those, and uh, they were looking at this like uh, it was like an eighty seven Corvette, eighty eight Corvette or something like that. Damn, what did they do on that? Damien's dad decided that he couldn't have it because they're made of fiberglass. So if uh, Damien were to wreck it. It would just break and destroy. Yeah. 
and Damien's pretty likely to wreck it because he fucking ragged out that Eclipse once he moved to Florida. Yeah, I believe that as well. I believe he fucking... Dude, he was so nasty, man. Smoked so much weed in that car yeah. that I remember when his his driver window went out and his brother fixed it when we were in Myrtle Beach. But his driver's side window went out, and when he fixed the window, he cleaned it, and it was like the car was a different tent level <laughs> than the driver's side window. Oh. It was caked up with so much resin from hotboxing inside oh that car. Oh my god, that's terrible. It was awful. It was awful. It was gross. Good times in that car, but man, it was gross. That is fucking gross. Yep. That sounds like Damien, though. Him and his brother did that car up, though, before he took it down and destroyed it. And they had it straight riced out. Oh, yeah. It was... He put a, he had chipped it and put a cold air intake on it. What happened to that dick with... Done the, most things most things short of a blow-off valve. Had had neon on the bottom. It actually oh. had lights, had LED lights on the inside that would light up with the beat of the music. <laughs> yeah, dude, it was. It was a ton of gimmicky shit. What happened to that dick with the VR4? Michael Berry? Michael Berry. Mm. Oh, Mike Berry. As far as I know, he still got it. Bought that car for six grand, dude. Well, I remember he had that, and he had, like, an Eclipse in that garage. We he had, like, he had like four, three or four different Eclipse. Yeah, he had them, like, all up in that garage, torn apart and shit. Yeah, man. I was like, wow, dude. Fast and the Furious all over again. Dude, it was so, man. Fucking slow cars all over. He had place. he had that he had a good Eclipse, that black one, the flat black one that was what well, was spray painted flat black. Yeah. He had that one. What do you have the Koenig rims on? That Eclipse, That's and then he moved him over to the he he that was like an O three Eclipse, yeah. and then he moved him over to like a ninety eight Eclipse. Oh shit! And that ninety eight Eclipse is when he drove through like a. Eight-inch pothole downtown, and then the city wouldn't pay to fix his rims because a private company paved that road. Damn. Yeah, he got fucked. Damn, that's terrible. Yeah, but then he got that that VR4, that 3000 GT. Yeah. And uh, man, that, I remember he gave me a ride back to my car once. Dude, that thing was nice, man. He opened it up. It was like driving a spaceship, man, because you could turn those turbos on and off from the inside. It had switches on the control panel where you could. It was like it was like a button. You flip up the panel and then press the button, like flip it on and off, huh. and you could turn the individual turbos on and off. I never got that. And so yeah, you flip them and turn them on, dude, and take off going down limestone. You could hear them spooling up, man. It was crazy. Hmm. It was a nice car, all-wheel drive. Yeah. It was legit, and I had my chance at one of those, man. My dad wouldn't get it because it didn't have any back seats. Yeah, that, that Arab guy had that red one over there that we looked at that time. Yeah, that's true. Sweet. Yeah, I mean, for racing cars, they are what they are. 3000 GTs are pretty nice as far as things go. 3000 GT, 240 SX. Those are yeah, pretty clean. I'm, yeah, I like Nissans. I like the 240s. You're a Datsun fan? Yeah. I mean, I like the 240s and I like those early GTRs. Eric had a super nice. 240. Yeah. He put a lot of work into that car. Eric's had a lot of cars. Now he's got all those fucking Miatas out there. Yeah, I don't know why he invests so much time in those. He likes to do those track racing, and they're great for track racing. Yeah. He likes to do all that road racing shit. That's true. That 
Low. The one he's got now, that black one, the one that is from Kentucky. Yeah. Well, he was... a chassis car and He drove it all the way back here a while back. He, he was a couple months drove, ago? No, that was another one he, he bought out there. That was a black one. Oh, okay, okay. Out there that already had a roll bar. Because I saw him driving down Man of War one day. I passed him on the way home. Yeah, he was. He came back for a few days. That's when I went bowling with him. Bowling with him and his brother. I stayed over, me and Connor were over at his house one day. His brother was making breakfast, and so he made us some. He he made sausage and eggs and gravy, and he did the eggs in the shape of a smiley face, <laughs> and the sausage and gravy were like a dick and jizz going on to the, oh, the egg man. face. Motherfucker's name was Zane, dude. I was like, man, what the fuck? Yeah. Connor was like bashing. He was like, man, I don't care. It's good. Yeah, I don't mind eating dick. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did you at least mix it up first so it didn't look like that? No. Nope. No. Went balls deep into it. Yeah. Okay. Balls deep in his mouth. <laughs> yeah. No, his brothers were cool. And his older brother, the one that we went bowling with, was pretty cool. He's all in, They're all into cars to a degree. But I think his... Second oldest brother, Zane, the one that probably made you all breakfast, lives out there in California with him. Yeah, didn't him and uh, Eric and him and his mom all drove out there? Yeah. They all packed they, up after we graduated well, and drove he, the G6 out? They, they didn't move out there. They went out there just to visit. And then Eric ended up staying, and then Zane moved back out there. He's like, I'm going to go live with Eric. So, and he's bounced around. He's got a lot. Of, he's got a good job now working at Minnie Cooper, being a tech for Minnie Cooper. Eric? Yeah. Shit, dude. He's a tech for Mini Cooper now. Yeah. He's buying a Mini Cooper S. Man, those are nice, man. Last time I talked to him, he's They're buying a Mini snappy. Cooper S for his girlfriend, his future wife. He's been with that bitch for like four years. Future, that Asian chick, right? Yeah. Yeah, he's all about him. Well done, man. That's what he told me. He's like, man, if you ever come out of here, he's like, you just forget about looking for a white girl because you'll have all the Asians you ever want. <laughs> he's like, we're like, we're rare out here. Forget about looking out. for a white girl. Yeah. No, it was just funny. Now he's got all those fucking Miatas and shit. He's out there doing all that racing. I'm like, whatever, man. That's what you like. Doing all that track racing. He posts about it all the time on Instagram. Eric with a K. Eric with a K. I don't know. I'd like to go out there. Me and Bree are considering moving again and like for real this time. What? Yep, thinking about it. Where? Not sure yet. Bree's talking about moving east somewhere, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. East where? You're know. you're in the Goldilocks zone for moving east. <laughs> the Goldilocks you zone. You get a nice summer. Yeah. Occasionally you get a good winter. Well, not northeast, just east. But to where, But though? that's the problem. If you just move east, our choices are Virginia, Virginia and North Carolina. <laughs> Virginia? Vir- Virginia it. and North Carolina. West Virginia? Ugh. Yeah, exactly. I don't know about not, West Virginia. Not but... trying to get fucked on a mountain. <laughs> Why? I mean, I've seen like Eastern Kentucky? Like, I don't know. No, nah, man. We're moving, trying to move out of state. She wants to move out of state? Why? Well, it's not just her that she's wanting to move because I'm, I've, I've been wanting to move for a long time. Okay. I, I never wanted to leave South Carolina. The only reason that we came back was because she wanted to come back and because I had a job. Yeah. To come to come back to. Yeah. Okay. And I ended up fucking hating that job. Um but if, so if I had it my way, we'd probably still be there in the first place. Okay. Wasn't too bad. We had a pretty decent setup and everything was 
pretty affordable. We had it sort of locked in. We had a good plan. Right. But I have always said that if I wanted to move, if I'm going to go somewhere, if I'm going to set up shop, if I'm going to, if I'm going to settle, so to speak, I, w- I would prefer to move west. That's what I would want to do. My, myself. That's where I want to go. Damien's been trying to talk me into moving somewhere close to him. Where does he live? Portland. He lives in Portland now? He he. Well, he's always lived up there. It's out technically just outside of Portland. It's like a ten minute drive to Portland. Is where he lives. Okay, Oregon's not as bad as Washington. Right. Yeah. And so, well, that's where we've been looking at Portland. We've been look. We looked in a few places at Washington, not Seattle, but like Mount Rainier. Okay. Yeah. Stuff because, like that. Like Seattle is fucking expensive. I mean, I yeah. have friends and family that live in Seattle, and it's fucking expensive. Well, not only that, yeah, but it's like, it's like on west coast, on the west coast, aside from like the Bay Area, it's like the lefty capital of the world. And the Bay Area is the lefty capital. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, aside from like the, aside from the Bay Area, it's the Bay Area and Seattle is like the main hubs. Yeah, you got, you got the Bay Area, you got Portland, and you got Seattle. Yeah. The thing is with Oregon, they have pretty good gun laws. Well, that's what I wouldn't even really and consider and Oregon. Out, and outside of Portland, everywhere else is pretty... Yeah, it's really rural. It's rural and, <laughs> I would say, conservative. Yeah, plus, dude, I could consider myself... I could really think hard about, uh, long and hard about being a Trailblazers fan if I moved to... <laughs> if I moved to... Or, uh, or, yeah, Oregon. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things. Portlandia. Like, I, I don't know. Indica and I talked about it a long time ago about moving to Portland. He, he wanted to pursue his music career and everything, and he started getting hits by people on SoundCloud, and I had roped him into a a deal where he had to make a CD and send it to a guy in California, mm-hmm. and uh, he never felt he never went through with it. But uh, it's fucked up. Yeah, I told him I was like, man, just make a CD and send it out there. You had and, another uh, dicked up move by Indica. Yeah, he never did it. He's with that bitch Maya, and she probably wouldn't have had mm. it. So anything. Whenever he succeeded, she had to talk shit about it. Um, True. But I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I lived in California. It's just, it's yeah. a lot different, man. It's a lot, it's a lot different. Like, you lived in South Carolina and everything. You visited other places, but living there is completely fucking different. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. We lived. We looked at San Jose. Mm-hmm. We looked at. Uh, we looked don't at. Don't make that mistake. <laughs> we looked at Sacramento. Sacramento would be bad. <laughs> yeah. Sacramento is a lot better than. San Jose. Yeah, we looked at Sacramento. San Jose is the third biggest city in that state. <clears throat> we also looked at um, we also looked at some places in Arizona. There you go. We even also looked at some places in Montana. Also, Montana. What Bozeman? Montana. Yeah. For real? Yeah, Bozeman. Fucking God. Bozeman, Bozeman Montana. 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 Yeah, man. Talk about big sky country. You that's that's, that's it, dude. The land is fucking dirt cheap out there, man. Every yeah, it's dirt cheap because there's nothing there. Exactly. There's fucking nothing you there. Build fucking everything. That's what I'm saying. Like, well, if you wanted to move, I mean, I would stay away from any big. If you're gonna move to California, I would stay away from any big cities. Well, the only reason that I'd consider moving to Sacramento is because I have like close family friends that live there, you know. Yeah, well, Sacramento's not as bad. And so they've they've given they've given me a pretty good idea of what you know what it's like out there. Northern California is not bad. San Jose, I don't consider it Northern California. They call yeah. it Northern California. I'll call it Northern California. It's Middle California. Not, yeah, yeah. Sacramento to me would be it, and uh, that'd be the only place I'd want to live. I have a friend that lives in Sacramento. He moved out there from here. Yeah, Northern but California ta- but wouldn't be bad. But taxes and shit, like 
living expenses on the West Coast. Is yeah, are super expensive. It's, it's so outrageous. Yeah. I mean, it's like where you're like where we live right now. We're like our type of house that we live in right now. It's like two million bucks out there. That's what I'm saying. Like we're in Seattle, like where that bitch Kelly lives. Yeah. She she rents an apartment. And it's like two thousand dollars a month for an apartment. Yeah, and that's an apartment. Yeah. We even thought about Texas though too. That's where I was looking. Well, when we were looking at Texas, I guess Austin wouldn't be too bad of a place to look, but we were thinking, uh, we were sort of looking around like uh, Waco. Okay. That kind of area. Okay. Wouldn't be too bad. No. That would be, it wouldn't be bad at all. And so we were thinking about that also, and really for the most part, those were, did I say Arizona? Yeah. Yeah. Did you look in New Mexico at all? Arizona. No, I didn't really check too many places out in New Mexico, but... I'm thinking that might be a good idea too. Silver City, Silver City, New Mexico, dude. Yeah, that's Joe Dirt, man, that's where he's from. That's not too bad. Silver City's not too bad. I had a friend named Tim that was from there. Tim Fincher. Tim Fincher. Yeah, he's a little short kid with a rat tail. Oh, that's not a good look. <laughs> but I mean, he's from Silver City, and I've looked into Silver City and stuff. And I had family. I mean, Craig lived in Albuquerque forever. Oh, really? Yeah, my uncle. He lived in Albuquerque. That's and true. He told, he told me all about New Mexico. He's like, you're going to live. He's like, outskirts of Albuquerque or Silver City or, you know, somewhere. Some big but not small. That's a good call. It's a good play. I know. Maybe we should consider New Mexico, man. Maybe I'll bring that up. Yeah, that's crazy that she wants to move, though. I mean, you guys have shot that house. She's all for it. Jesus. Yeah. Change the scene. Got them rambling feet, dude. <laughs> them rambling feet. Oh, man. Just got back not too long ago. Yeah, we've only we've only Ooh, lived Georgetown, Lexington. No, we never lived in Georgetown, Richmond. Oh, oh Richmond, Richmond. That's what it was, Richmond. Yeah. Yeah, I'm definitely not living in Georgetown. No, don't do that. Don't make that mistake. It's just it, it's going to come down to wherever we can get set up with you know what the media like. Basically, the way we're taking a look at it is median median level income in the area, like mm -hmm. what the, what the average is. Yeah. And we're taking a look at what our jobs could net us if we could get jobs out there. You know, her being a kindergarten teacher, me being an engineer, what could we rope ourselves into out there? And as long as we could stay, like if, do, if you do the math, if we take, you know, some low estimates, would we be able to afford living out there? Mm -hmm. And then the big thing is, would we be able to afford getting out there in the first place? That yeah. would be the hardest part, is to get out there in the first place. You gotta place. get out there, you gotta find a place, you gotta find a place yeah. then get out there. But... The biggest thing is wherever we are considering going, we're going to have to go visit to check it out in the first place. Right. Then secondary to that, wherever we are thinking about going, we are not going to be going anywhere for the next probably two years anyway. So if we're moving, if we're going to move somewhere, we're not going to be moving anytime soon. I mean, it's going to be two to five years out before we yeah. go somewhere. Oh, okay. So, but, uh, but yeah. So we'll figure it out. Yeah. All I know is that we're just trying to get some shit square. We're just trying to get some shit, some sort of a plan together for what the next move is going to be, the next step, I should say. And because I'm going to be locked in for this, come October, I'll be locked into this fucking job for the next six months. I mean, I'm going to be working all the fucking time because I'll be a supervisor for a while. Yeah. And that's going to be shit work. I'll be making like an extra six hundred bucks a month, but. You know, I'll be working like 70 hours a week, so. 
Hey. Not looking forward to that. No. Not at all. I'd say you wouldn't be looking forward to that at all. But, well, I guess we can go ahead. We'll wrap this one up. Been over an hour now, I believe. But, Morgan, it was good talking with you it was again. It a good time talking to you, too, and uh, enjoying the podcast. I like sitting down and talking, so it worked yeah. out pretty well. Yeah. I hope the... Hope I hope you guys enjoyed this one. As always, you know what I, I know what I always say. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Twitter at the real da perry. Let, give me any suggestions or feedback or commentary or what whatnot and what have you. But other than that, I will uh, catch you guys later on. Have a good one. Take it easy, fellas.